Welcome to the Stick Fighting Podcast, the only place where the worlds of hurling and fighting come together. Follow us on Instagram, podcast and Seconds Out Pod to access all episodes of the podcast and our own podcast. Uh, spread the word and tell everyone you know. Uh, yeah, sit back and enjoy the episode. As we get right nailed into this, uh, for the day that's in it, it's fight day, it's Fury, it's Wilder. It's a trilogy that many people have been looking forward to for since the, the second fight. Um, and I think, and I have a strong, strong feeling Fury will come out of this. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it during the week. There's been a lot of talk. Like, there's a lot of people. I can't hear many people talking about Wilder. They're all saying Fury, like, the way he is and the movement he has. Like, there's no one backing Wilder, which I think is a dangerous thing. A fighter who is no one backing him. Is always then. I think Wilder, he has a bit of reach. I know Fury does as well, but I think it's set up like it's set up to be an unbelievable fight. Like, geez, it really is. Like, and um, and what way does that now, work? From what I've been looking at, it's, it's what what way does it work? Well, at the weigh-ins yesterday, um, they actually both came in at the heaviest. Wilder came in at seven stones, seven pounds heavier than the last fight, and yeah. Fury, I think, came in at the same. Since so, so they're both basically the heaviest they've ever been, uh, coming into a fight, which is mad. But again, with the the side of the support of everyone going for Fury, that can fuel a fighter even more. If you're the underdog and you have no one backing you, it gives that bit more of a fire in you, and you're like, I need to prove these people wrong. I need to put this to the ground, and people actually be like, okay, this guy won because he actually has hands, and we shouldn't, we actually should have supported him, or you know. Yeah, like, I think people forget, like, how Wilder, like, people kind of are going on as if Fury dominated him for the two fights, which he didn't really, like, like, people forget that Wilder knocked him down, and Fury was very close to not getting up, like, people for fucking forget that, like, um, but, like, I I think, I'd have to back Fury, now, not that I know an awful lot about fighting, but watching Fury, he looks... I don't know what it is about. Maybe does he have a longer reach than Wilder, or is this? Well, for me, for me, like Wilder has a bomb right hand. We, we cannot forget that Wilder has yeah. a furiously strong right hand. We've seen it in action before in one. We've seen it in he threw it once or twice in number two. Didn't really do much to Fury in number two, but number one, he has a bomb right hand. But just as I said, um, I was texting one of the lads that I know when I said. Um, Wilder has a bomb right hand, but just Fury's everything else over him. He he hits like a heavyweight, but he moves like a lightweight. The way he yeah. moves around the ring, down, oh my god! Step in, sliding. He, he kind of has that alley shuffle about him as well. Does, but yeah. What I'm saying is, I'm I'm going uh, Fury round six. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people are. I'm going Fury round six. Everyone I've heard have said have said Fury will knock him out. Like, no one is saying it's going to be down to a decision or whatever. Like, it, they, they reckon, like, there's no one really back. It's unreal how no one is back in Wilder. Like, why do you think that is? Is, is he, is it past records or why is he gone? Why is he, everyone He's, knows him so much? Uh, Well, t- to me, since, like, you know, obviously he was the man who's more in, like, looking into the boxing community at the moment. Obviously, yeah, the two of us, it's me, since and I have that more of that insight. It's because they're writing him off. It's simple. They're writing him off. They're writing Fury. Wilder off because what happened the last time within seven rounds that he was down and he was out. Fury became the new WBC and Ring Magazine champion. People are writing him off because uh, he made a lot of excuses as well, like his water was spiked, his costume coming into the ring was too heavy, his boots were too heavy, his trainer tried to spike his water and all this 
crap that he was talking. And they're, they're trying to say, oh, are you going to use those excuses again? We're not backing you because you used excuses the last time you didn't take a loss like a man. Yeah. And even though you tried to put out a lot of posts on Instagram after being like, oh, your king has returned, your king is coming back and all this, we're still not backing you because you made a lot of excuses. In this game, you don't make ex- like you can make all the excuses you want, but the better thing is to just own up when you lose. Just be like, yeah, okay, I lost, but I'll rebuild myself. I'll come back even stronger than I came back before the first fight. Yeah, no, it was, it, no, that was embarrassing. Like even to say the suit was weighing him down, and he said the suit was too heavy and it was losing him energy. Well, don't fucking wear it then. Like you know, yeah. you can't make excuses like that. You can't just at that level. You can't like it's like a ten year old child the way he was acting. It was embarrassing, and for a guy who's a class fighter. For him to kind of go out, complain, and then whinging about why he lost, it's yeah. it's kind of embarrassing. Like it's not really what you want to be seen. Do you know, like anyone so any if I was a Wilder fan, I'd be embarrassed after that. Like, you know, that was embarrassing. Like I, I was watching the press conference and then you know, there's a few words exchanged between them in the background, um, like uh, uh, in the locker room. Oh, was there, yeah. And uh Fiori's brother called them. Um, Fiori's brother Huey Fiori I think it was called Wilder like a pussy and all that and obviously you know just to create a bit of tension about it now yeah. after the press conference and just within the last two to three hours I've seen so you know The Undertaker from WWE oh yeah he's involved yes so him him so he he <laughs> has support for Fiori right, Drake yeah. oh, so like Drake the music artist he has support for Fury. Um, and as The Undertaker says when you're looking down on Wilder just tell him I said, rest in peace. Jeez. What a guy. That's what a cold. guy. That is cold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, what did I want to ask you? One, yeah. The one thing, so when so let's say let's say, right, so there's two situations: Fury wins or Wilder wins. So if Fury wins, does he go on to play? Does yeah. oh, not play? Does he go on to face Usyk? Because since Usyk has the belts, or does with us, how so basically that... what happens is the, w, the WBC, the WBC has now made a mandatory challenge for whoever wins Fiori Vualdo is taking Dillian White next. Dillian White is the current oh. interim heavyweight champion of the world. He's oh, facing right. Oscar Wallen, one of Fiori's opponents. Right. I think Wallen was the only man to severely cut Fiori. If you watch the fight, Wallen had uh, cut right, Fiori over his right eye. It has been one of the deepest cuts I've ever seen on Fiori's face. If not yeah. Fiori, it was just a boxer's face in total. He cut Fiori open badly. Obviously, Fiori won by decision, but it's White v. Wilder first. Dylan White wanted Fury or Wilder next, but obviously his plans got derailed. Everything came yeah. in between. The Joshua fight was supposed to come first before this fight, so it's supposed to be Joshua Fury instead of Usyk uh, uh, Joshua, and then it, it's it's complicated. But in basic terms, it's Dylan White next to face the winner of this fight. And is this is it likely Joshua and Fury will face down in the next year, or is that kind of? Is that kind of thing that's dancing? up in the sky at the moment, Dan? That's that's up in the sky because, yeah. well, Fury was being nice earlier on this week. He was like, Oh, um, Joshua lost, and I'm not going to kick a man when he's down. You know, when when a man yeah. loses, I'm not going to kick him. And he's like, yeah. Oh, you lost, it. you ain't getting your fight next. He's not like that, which I, I respect. If you're, I respect him being like, yeah. Oh, you lost, but I'm not going to kick you down, I'm going to give you that bit of motivation, obviously. And then Fury came out with um, an actually suggestion. Joshua, he was going to train Anthony Joshua for free to face Usyk, which is mad. He was going to train him? Yeah, for free. That's a bit fucking... Is he fighting Usyk again? Well, uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, but again, we have another fight as well. We've Anthony... We've Anthony, it's Anthony Fowler against uh, Smith as well. That's going to be a good fight to watch. I think I have Fowler for that one. 
round Always seven. Good. I'm going for round seven knockout. But um, how is it on the other side of the the guy? Ah, not too bad. I want to just I'll say one thing about the fight now. I just want to get this quote yeah. up. Yeah, uh, your man Henry, could you or do you want to talk about Shannon Courtney not making weight? Do you want to talk about that? So basically, good... Shannon Courtney has come out um and she said she is losing her WBA featherweight title of the world because she failed to miss make weight. Her weight, I think, was 120. I think she stepped in at I can't remember what the weight was she stepped in at, but she lost her featherweight title because she couldn't make weight. She was supposed to fight tonight on the Fowler versus Smith undercard, and now she has been stripped of the WBA featherweight title and the 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 next champion for that title is yet to be seen. And was she was she far off the weight or um uh, I think she was wait one sec, I'll get my uh I'll get my guy that I look that I have the, the stuff on. Um where is it? Where is it? Shannon Courtney, where are you? But um wait once I find when I find this just you so what, what's happened with the gas side of things? I'll try and find this now. Oh yeah grand um I'll just try and find this quote first and then I'll say where does yeah. I'll just edit out this. Oh, I found it here. Yeah, not a oh, good look. Shannon Courtney comes in two and a half pounds heavier than a bantamweight limit and can't be and can't lose the extra weight within two hours. Therefore, she'll be stripped of a WBA bantamweight world title. Jesus, there it is. That's an awful blow. Like, yeah, is she is she American or is she Irish or English? She's or where British. Is she's British. She's, she's British, British. Yeah, and um, is she be on the block for a while or would she? Is she she's is, on the block for a while? Yeah, and is Taylor? Is Katie Taylor? She's is she heavyweight or lightweight? She's lightweight. She's lightweight, and she's she still has all the best. She's gone. Is it fifteen and oh or no? It's more than that. It's twenty and oh around that. Yeah, I, sure. I, I don't know record, but she's she's doing bits. Yeah, Jesus, it's unbelievable. Like, yeah. Um, Anyways, what's the quote? Oh fuck it. Uh, try and stall there for another few seconds. I can't fucking find it. Uh, six days ago. Um, but yeah, basically, look, I don't have the quote, but I can paraphrase it because I can't find it. But I, I kind of knew most of it. So basically, like. Henry Cajudo, which I think he's, is he fucking, is he light? What's he's Henry? bantamweight. Bantamweight. He's flyweight, yeah. sorry, he's flyweight, he's flyweight. He's, yeah, he's flyweight. So basically, he came out during the week saying, firing a few shots at Conor McGregor. Now, whenever you see this happen, you kind of think, Jesus, is there a fight coming here? Or maybe is he trying to gear for a fight? I don't know. There's so many lads squaring up to McGregor at the moment, trying to kick him when he's down. But basically said that, one of the quotes anyway, that was that he should be an alcohol anonymous. Um... Slagging me, basically, yeah, saying he needs needs to go to. I think he said he needs to go to therapy and stuff like that. So he was he was going for him. Now, yeah, there's a lot of lads going for McGregor at the moment, but um, yeah, that was basically what he said. That was the gist for the lot. Of, there was a few little kind of dirty digs going over and back, and there's a few lads have done that in the last few weeks. So um, yeah, they're all shooting for, they're all gunning for McGregor at the moment. So he's he he wanted to make a comeback. Uh, sure, McGregor is doing what he's wanting. He has a massive Lamborghini. Yacht at the moment, so he's out and I've got no God knows where in the world riding yeah. his Lamborghini yacht. Yeah, but still, I, so, yeah, I know, but still, like fighting is in his fucking blood. That's what kept him alive when he was not kept him alive, but you know, that's what he did when he was a young lad to try and keep himself, keep himself going and keep himself safe, like out in the streets of Crumlin. Like, so do you know, <laughs> the like, mean streets of Crumlin, the mean streets of Crumlin, so like. I think he has to. I think now for his own pride, not for his own pride, but for his own like satisfaction, he'll need to win one before yeah. he he before he retire. I think now my my I could be wrong, but maybe I just think a fighting mind like that, you can't lose that many times and not and just leave it. Like you'd have to just win one and be saying right, okay, I've done my bit. Like you know. Mm. Um. Oh, is that all yeah. you have to say on the fighting? Right, we'll get on to the guy. Good stuff. The good old hurling. Yep. 
Um, right. So the the All Star. Yeah. I don't know if you see this during the week, but the All Star nominees and the the Young Player of the Year and All Star nominees are in. No real surprise. So all fifteen of the starting. Also, basically, the way nominees work, they get three. The other way, there's fifteen of the starting team, so they pick three from each place. So all fifteen of the Limerick players basically are in the yeah. are in that basically. So look, yeah. they're miles ahead of everyone at the moment. Um, oh Jesus! So um, yeah, that that's it. Could, they reckon it could be the first time ever that there's like 15, 15 players just take up all like a Limerick team just takes the whole All Star team, which could probably happen. In my opinion, it could happen. Like, but look at. Um, we'll see. We follow that. We follow Yeah. For you. I was looking. I was actually. Um, I was coming home from school and I got in the door and uh, the radio was on. I actually I peeked my ear up, and I was listening to the four point trial, which is basically that, that they're gonna trial for. There's talk about. Um, there's talk about a trial for so the goal. So you know the when you score a goal, it's instead of three, it's four points. Oh, are they? Jesus. Yeah, really? and yeah. it says, so like Anthony Daly believes the GEA should trial is awarding four points for a goal at next year's Allianz Hurling Leagues. The Claremont argued yeah. that a great reward for lifting the net is merited in an era where players are capable of landing points from huge distances outside the field. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. What would you, would you agree with that or what would you think of that? Uh, sure, I, I think a goal, you know, I, I'm not really obviously tuned into Gab, but... Um, like I don't know really what the hassle is like with the, the three or four. Like, what would you think? Um, well, we should have go up to four. I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I, I suppose. But like, it's not that it's not hard to get a goal because like the the game has gone so soft that like anything if you get a little clip at all going by a lad, if he flicks you with a hurl or something, it's a free. So like, it's not as if it's not hard. Yeah. It's it, it's easy to get goals. Like, there's two or three goals in every game. So I don't know. Yeah, now maybe, but it, but I think the. It's been like that since the GA was founded. It's been three. So, like, you can't really change it. Like, it'd be like going to boxing and changing fight with oven mitts instead. Like, it'd be like that. You Jesus. can't just change it. Like, you can't, you know, you can't change the game. Like, you know, the, you know, when we were under rule from the English, like, the game was like this. We're not just going to, we can't just change it. Like, you know, in my opinion, isn't it? I actually have the, the All Stars team up here now. If you want to, where some of the, oh. the nominations, if you want me to read them. Oh, geez, go on. Yeah, yeah, you might as well. So, the, the PWST All-Star hurling nominations for 2021, the goalkeepers, Patrick <laughs> Collins from Cork, Owen Murphy from Kilkenny, Nicky Quad from Limerick, I don't know either of them. Defenders, yeah. Sean Finn, Dan Morrissey, uh, Barry Nash, Jeremy Burns, Kyle Hayes, Declan Hannon, Tim O'Mahony, Sean, Mac- Sean O'Donnell, Matt Coleman, Robert Downey, Callum Lyons, Kieran Bennett, Connor Prunty, uh, Hugh Lauder, Paddy Deegan, Ronan Maher and Roy Hayes. The midfielders being Willow Donahue, Daryl Donovan, Colin, um, Colin Malone, Tony Kelly, Jamie Brown and Paddy Purcell. The forwards being Gerald Hegarty, Keane Lynch, Tom Morrissey, Paddy K- Peter Casey, Seamus Sagan, Aaron Galan, Seamus Herod. Um, I think his name is Patrick Hogan, Shane Kingston, Jack O'Connor, Stephen Bennett, Austin Gleason. I know Austin Gleason, Desi, yeah. uh, Desi Hodgson, Owen yeah, Cody, TJ Reid. I know TJ Reid, Danny Sutcliffe, uh, Jason Ford, and Lee Chin. Yeah, that's a solid. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to look by the Limerick lads, in fairness. Now, I, I don't know, but there's a few now, the only problem lads. is that there's no goalie lads there. There's yeah, is there three? I think there's three Jason. Oh. Oh, Jason Ford. Sorry, I meant I thought it was Jason Flynn. Um, is there no, no. Galway lads? Is Joe not there? Joe Canning? No. Christ. No. Because he retired. They retired. Oh, yeah, he still could have got on this year, though. Because it was last yeah, year. No. He did do that. Well, I suppose he got knocked out early, so I suppose. Um, but, yeah, the, 
it's mad. I, I could never, you could never see four or five years ago Limerick getting up to here. Like we were saying, like you could get every place in the All Star team. Like it's mad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. Did you it's hear sad. about the 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 thing with the Mead County Board and them not allowing players to to play? No, Jesus, go on, talk to what was that now? One sec. So basically, it was two, three weeks ago. I'm trying to look for the post now. It was on an extra time sport, if you know that Instagram page. Um, oh, yeah. actually, absolutely class. Um, basically, so there was uh, there was a post, anyways, about um, him put up, and it was the the mead, the mead hurlers or mead footballers, anyways, and they weren't allowed to play, um, because the Mead County Board, like, oh, yees aren't, yees aren't up to standard and all that. I don't know what the main reason was. I'll try and find you something more of it. Uh, yeah. If I don't get this explained now, obviously, sorry to anyone in advance that is going to absolutely batter me now because I didn't get the story right, okay? Just I put yeah. my apologies out there first. But um, I'll try and get that, that story to you later on. Uh, but yeah. And um, yeah, no. And then I've seen a few other things as well. Um, obviously, the hurling side of it as well. That uh, I think one of the male lads is uh, is managing a team. Yeah, we may talk about that for a second, Andy Moore, and that that has to be the story of the year. I, I'd never, never in a million years would I think he'd go and manage the team. I just it was so out of the blue because I remember seeing on the news one day or on some website that he was going managing Leitrim. Um, so I was so out of the blue. Never, I don't think he has any management experience really. Maybe manage under tens and uh, wherever he's from, where for Balahydrine, I think. So maybe he did some work there, but he definitely hasn't managed at this level. So it'd be interesting to see how he goes with Leitrim now, because you know, he'd be a good Managing guy under 10s to managing now is, is completely different, Dan. Yeah, it's a slight difference, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no yeah. there's no protein shakes and sprints at under 10s like it's a series. Yeah, it's a big step up, all right. Um, but you'd, no, be, you'd be in, you'd be playing your match, and then you'd be out, and then you'd be playing your Xbox about an hour later. Yeah. There'd be no warm-up and no warm-down. It's just get in. Get the hurl on and just get in at it, and then you go home and you just back to back to yourself with mates. Yeah, back to drawing a few pictures and stuff. Yeah, no, you you wouldn't get that. You yep. wouldn't get away with that at county level. Now. Um, what else is there? There's there's not really. I else. saw some lad O'Connor, uh, Jack O'Connor, break up a management team and why I left Kildare. Don't talk to you about that now, fucking prick. He's um yeah. He basically, he had a year left in his contract and I know we're kind of going off the topic of hurling here, but you're looking, yeah, we may talk yeah. about because he left, basically left Kildare. I'll give you the short, the short version of this. He left Kildare. So he had a year left in his contract to be the Kildare manager. Did a good job. Got a Celeste final this year. Um, so basically, uh, he saw that the Kerry job was half, the door was half open. Uh, so he left Kildare while the, while the Kerry job was actually still, like a lab was still work, was still in it. So basically the Kerry, Kerry board fucked up basically and said, uh, right, the guy who has the job, the guy who already has a carry job, has to reapply for his job somehow. Somehow they made that a reality. I don't know how. So basically, he had to reapply for his job. Jack O'Connor shoves in and basically gets Peter Keane, who is the current who was the current manager a few weeks ago, gets him out of there. And so basically, none of the players wanted Jack O'Connor. The players all had a vote of confidence for Peter Keane. They all wanted Peter Keane to stay. So basically, okay. Peter Keane is gone, and Jack O'Connor is there, who no one fucking wants in there. So it's... Is he I liked? Think, it's not that he's not liked. It's just they wanted Peter Keane in there. He was doing well and they didn't want to get rid of him yet. Do you know, it's, it's not that he's not liked like he's a legend in Kerry, but he's after making himself... So a he was basically kicked out. So he was kicked yeah. out, basically. He basically pushed Peter Keane out of the way, like, you know, and he was... Peter, in fairness, Keane, he was doing a good job, like, you know? That's a scummy move. That's, that's scummy. a really scummy move. And he's after pissing a lot of people off because he's pissed off people in Kildare because he left us with a year left. And now he's after pissing off people in Kerry, so... He's running out of places where he can live in the country now at this stage. 
Um, but yeah, you no sympathy for him now. I think it's just egg on the face. I have no sympathy for him at all because he's going to fall. Fl- I I can see him fall flat on his face this year because if you don't have the players, you're not going to go anywhere. Do you think they will go anywhere towards the hurling championship at all? Um. They're back down to um, the Christie Ring, which would be the third division this oh, year. Jesus. But, so, oh, but Jesus. they won they won it the year before. But uh, they've a good, a very good team now. I'm not just being biased here, but they are yeah. serious, like serious team. Um, I would. There's some lot coming out of Minute, I think as well. Um, oh yeah, there's a good few lads in Minute. Yeah, Neil Flynn. I think that's his name. Neil Flynn's coming out of Minute. Well, that's I think the football. He's you're you're, getting, you're getting mixed up here again. That's the sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about with the gas. As, as the podcast episodes go on, lads, lads, as Jesus the podcast episodes Christ. go on, I will know what what the players are between hurling and football. At the moment, I'm a complete joy right, a casual. <laughs> but Dan, I'll teach you a bit about boxing, and you can teach me a bit about gas. Good stuff. It sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my research for next week. I'm sure we might we might embarrass ourselves as much next week. Hopefully. Um, do you want to wrap up the tools there? Yeah, that's nearly all. That's nearly all we have to say. Yeah, we'll. Um, don't think that lasts as long as the 20 minutes. Yeah, not too bad. I'd say that was as, as much as people can listen to us for anyway. So, um, sure, two shy talkers. What, what, what do you want? Two shy talkers. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, sure. Will we do? Yeah, we should we're doing every week, I suppose. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll end this actually. Right, lads, thank you for listening to the first episode of Two Shy Talkers talking about boxing and hurling. Um, we, we will get back to you if you send us any message about what, what, what you want us to cover on either side the field we'll get back to you as soon as you can you can either message me or you can message Bound the Kid Buzz at his page or if any he's known as his fake name Brendan you can message Brendan (laughs) at his his other page and um, yeah yeah, we'll see you later good stuff lads